Hello and welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming with Jay, ZJ, Alana, Zach, Matt, and Rob. Hey yo, yo yo. And today we're talking Star Girl episodes three and four. Such a turn. such a great pair of episodes. And I will say, I take back everything I said about the guy who played the Shade last time. His name is Jonathan Cake. Ah, uh, Cake, like yeah. the food. Yeah. Delicious. That, that's a, a good name. <laughs> so, so we jumped in. Say about him last time. Did you say he sucked? Yeah, I said he didn't yeah. look quite right. He didn't he look was, the he way was judging I him by his. They're going to eat some crow. Well, I thought he did a really good job in these episodes. So, I guess he was, in fact, the perfect choice for the character. <laughs> I, th- I thought I think he's the perfect choice for the character. I think he looks pretty much. He just doesn't wear sunglasses enough. Hmm. Good point. Thank so they, they, they couldn't get a deal with Oakley or Ray Ban. <laughs> I'm sure no. they brand less yeah. sunglasses. Shade does not wear Oakley's. Give me a break. Or, or Ray Ban. Or Ray Ban's fashion. <laughs> What's some British uh very British sunglasses company? <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. Hairlessly British. Okay. Right, let's jump in with episode three. The beginning is Christmas 13 years ago. The yeah. best part of any Stargirl episode ever. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. With sad old Johnny Quick and we have Johnny Thunder. Johnny uh, Thunder. Pat, aka the sidekick character, hanging out with none other than Johnny Thunder, played by the guy from uh, Grace and Frankie, for those of you who watch that show. Really? Wait. Yeah. Johnny Thunder is in Grace and Frankie. Yeah, the actor. The actor is he. Oh, okay. uh, he's one of the sons. He's one oh. of uh, inside Torb to our left. Yeah, not the character, but the uh, the actor. The actor is is one of the sons. Uh, one of um, Frankie's sons, Frankie. I guess. Yeah. So um, and he in there talking about how he always gets left out of the JSA missions, which is just like mm-hmm. in the real. Just like in the comics, because he's not very competent. Yeah, I, he I talks about how he has all this power, and the Thunderbolt has all this power, but he just can't figure out how to use it correctly. And, but unlike in the comics, we learn that it's not like it's not because he's an idiot, even though he, he is. may or may not be. It's because the Thunderbolt is very difficult to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, as our yeah. characters learn, though, I is it the is it the Jeff Johns JSA or is it Starman or is it something else where Johnny Thunder is like a joke? He's like a sad sack, is how they describe him. I uh, uh, I don't I'm think it's your side. I don't know. Okay. Also, what did you guys think of Wildcat here? A lot of people He looked, looked fantastic. You <laughs> <laughs> look great. That's fine. Okay, yeah, I, thought he, I thought he looked great. I also thought uh, it was interesting that Pat is still a sidekick well into like middle age. Yeah. Oh, well, um, he be? Mike he is about given up on it. two years old <laughs> in this scene, we think. They have a they they have have a on the point. Who's two years old? Somebody's on the point. Um, Mike. Mike. Got him. Uh, yeah. Take down the. Um, yeah, Wait, Mike Dugan? Mike, Mike, Mike Dugan, Dugan is like two or three. Because Wildcat's like, you have your son to look out on for. And it's 10 years or it's 11 years ago. And Mike's like 13. Or 12? Yeah. They said it was 13 years ago. 11 years ago. Uh, yeah, according to my notes, it says... Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So speaking Carter of Mike, it says eleven years ago. Okay, speaking of Mike, we move on to him on his paper route. Oh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So they they but they talk about it, and then Wildcat comes in and, and he says, uh, "Come on, Johnny, we need you, Bastion, for the uh, but not the, you, that's, Pat. That's the big final fight where Starman dies. Is that the yes. idea? Yes. Yeah, where they all die, including Starman. Yeah, we had this whole discussion of whether or not it was the same fight and if it was on Christmas. And I was like, yeah, that's why Courtney thought Starman was her dad because she never showed up on Christmas. Yeah. Because he right. died in the big fight. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Era. <laughs> okay, so sorry, Zach. Go ahead. Well, we have Mike on his paper route and he's not doing a very good job, which is very him. But then he, he has to deal with some bullies in classic yeah. superhero manner. In classic paperboy fashion, is there anybody in fiction more bullied than paperboys? The most marginalized uh, population in America, but nobody wants to talk about it because they don't have a voice. Because they, they can't vote. Lower wait, the voting is, age to sixteen, right, Alana? When no. is this show set? Today. Today, twenty twenty one. Yeah. People still deliver papers. In, <laughs> in small towns, probably. Yeah. Small town. Uh, you big city slickers Wisconsin. don't. You city slickers don't know, but yes. Somewhere yeah. in America, people actually still deliver papers. In the big city, people don't have newspapers. They get all their stuff online, all their news online. That's all right. Question right. inside. Okay, so yeah, he has to deal with those bullies, and then there's a funny conversation where they're talking about Stripe getting a silent mode, which I liked. And st- oh, that was like for two seconds. Yeah, there's, watch for um, a Pharaoh alt. Watch a Pharaoh alt. I don't remember if it's this part, but at one point he's he has to call with uh, his paper route manager. Yeah, they, and he and he gets a new house and yeah. takes down the address. And I was like, oh, it's Cindy's house, and that's how she's going to recruit him. But then, like, nothing really happened with that, or at least not yet. <laughs> so TBD well, he, on that theory. Yeah, he also names drops name drops Jakeem Thunder again. He had before, he, but well, does he even get to the house? Shoot. No. He's the bully? No, but presumably he will eventually. I, I guess he still might, yeah. Uh, Bastiana, there's also a part where Stargirl's condescending to her mom. She's like, Always. This we super- got I- this. We're cool. <laughs> We're hip. Uh-huh. We're You're so good loser. at fighting the shade. You're the loser, you plebe. Mm. I like the Let line here. Rub. I like the line here where she's like, "We're gonna go. Gra- we're gonna go find the shade and kick his butt." And then Pat's like, "Carefully, we're gonna kick his butt carefully." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, on me. He also like calls her the canary in the coal mine who was right or something like that, or the girl who tried wolf and was right. Yeah, uh, that's a that's later. But anyway, he, yeah, he did. And meanwhile, I guess I kind of want to move on to Mike with the pen. Pin. So Alana also had a funny observation here where she was like, the pen wants to be found. <laughs> yeah. Like the right. one ring. Like the one ring. <laughs> well, it keeps talking to him, right? It says the so cool. It does the so cool. Which I was like, he shouldn't be able to control it because he's not the seventh son of a seventh son. But I guess yeah, we're just, he? you know, Ooh. he's clearly not, dude. Well, they, explain, they explain what makes the, what gives people control of the thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was very... Um, seems very weird he talks about how he's so alone that's what makes him that's what yeah. gives him the ability that's what yeah. makes him corruptible for the thunderbolt it's like exactly. Gordon, he's sensing weakness in the uh jsa that <laughs> made, made a great burn on the opposing team and they have nothing to say <laughs> that's right what? what did he say they have a widow be careful <laughs> i missed all the trash talking yeah DJ. i don't really know what they why did they say to deserve it <laughs> he said uh 
my teammate saved my butt because he was fighting me, the Bastion, and I said, whatever, you play Bastion on Arcade. <laughs> the idea being that he's a tryhard. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so anyway, uh, they, uh, these two episodes are directed by Leah Thompson. Yeah, oh, Leah Thompson! Wow. Yeah, I, I thought they would be happy are. about that. Leah Thompson. No, they, they both are on. I take notes. Okay. I noticed. James Robinson, though, where is he? He writes. Yeah. He doesn't direct. I know. <laughs> where was he, though? But I guess he could. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Mike wishes he could be a superhero, and then the Thunderbolt convinces him to say so cool, which he does eventually. Yeah. And then they start having some shenanigans, and Mike learns quickly, even though the Thunderbolt warns him that, yeah. you know, the, it takes the commands literally. Yeah, so for example, it, he wants water and he gets drenched. He wants to be taller, he stands on a bench. And also, we learned that he can't wish for the same thing twice, which was not from that's, the comics. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. I think it makes, but it, it's a good change. I actually like that change. I'm fine with it too, because then later when they're like, find the shade, they can't just ask him again. Right. They right. could switch it up a little bit. They could. I don't know. It, it feels like it. it it's it's going to cause a lot of like. It seems like the kind of thing that could cause discontinuities later. Well, yeah. I think that the Thunderbolt is a you know a CGI intensive character, so I don't think he's going to be on the show that much. <laughs> That's also my thing. Just yeah. a I mean, this is basically Green Lantern again <laughs> yeah. from last episode, where there's a really expensive character, and uh, so they only stick around for one episode. Right. Okay. So. so so we move on to a shade briefing where he says the shade killed Dr. Midnight, even though he didn't actually see the body. And Beth is like, we need justice for Dr. Midnight. <laughs> Beth like is like looks <laughs> so like kind of freaky. She's like, we have to get it. She's like, she's he's what does she say? Dr. Midnight's the only one we haven't gotten justice for. And I'm like, calm yeah. down. <laughs> well, yeah, there are a bunch of them. We're, yeah, we're gonna see nine this. No, yeah. all we're, gonna other, nine, we're just gonna all, lose. All their other killers, uh, they killed. <laughs> to get there <laughs> allegedly busy yeah anyway yes i agree it was quite comical <laughs> well i i guess beth's uh troubles at home are coming out in unexpected ways yeah <laughs> no gg y'all salty <laughs> what um this also fault. <laughs> this is the part where yolanda starts getting headaches oh yes yeah wait did you guys oh, think yeah. that was yes. this, this is the start <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, and, and which lends credence to my theory, which I believe is on the record from last time, that mm -hmm. I think Brainwave jumped into her head. Okay. And, she, and he's yeah. like in her head. Yeah. yeah. I think, did we not discuss that at the end of the first? Yeah, yeah we no, did. Just, I did. I said that was, was Jay's right. theory. No, it, was it wasn't Jay's, Jay's theory. theory. It was my it theory. Was. No, it wasn't. Guys, you're both pretty. <laughs> but I'm Thank the prettiest. <laughs> Thank you. No, you're not. <laughs> you take um, that back. Okay. Anyway, I think it's a great theory, and I can't wait for him to say there is no Yolanda only brainwave. Indeed. Uh, uh, so this, and then Barbara goes. This is the part where Barbara goes to the uh, right, to the right, the storage <laughs> locker. Mm -hmm. Barbara goes to the storage locker. Yes, yes. And she's looking around for the diamond, and then Shade appears. And he's all yeah. over her. Yeah, that part was great. And especially when he kills her phone with his ma magical shadow powers. Yeah. It's like, it's dead. He's like, oh no. He's Is like, do you, do you mind if I take this empty box? And she's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, too bad. I'm leaving with that. 
<laughs> it's like, I hope you weren't going to say no. Yeah. Uh, we were getting along so splendid. Oh dear, I was hoping we'd be friends, but I needed to, I need this empty box. <laughs> Why does he need that empty box? It's probably like lined with eclipso proof radiation or something. Yeah. That's probably. I think or that's you can, like what track it or something. Yeah, yeah, he can use like a homing beacon on there. So then next I have is the part where Mike stops the bullies. They have with, a all, the, with all the stop signs. They have a well, way to watch that door. Hang on. I have a quick thing right before that is they're at summer school to return and Courtney inexplicably knows his history question. We have a bastion too. It's very, it was very strange. Yeah. She's like, if you actually study, you do well. Turns out if you study, it's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay, we but, can move um, on to the bully shaking down a girl scout. <laughs> what could they get? What could they get any lower? Those oh, they are the worst. <laughs> These random dudes are the worst. It's like, and I have a question. Where's the JSA? But, oh, this is the how kind did of I thing miss that? Should, <laughs> this is the kind of thing they should be taking care of. Alana Rage oh, Alana. <laughs> yeah, they're crime stoppers. This is crime. This is total crime. It may crime not seem like stoppers. it, but it is. This is more, this is better than just patrolling. Hang on, guys. ZJ alone. So alone. Oh. Are we playing the same people again? No. no. Okay. It's just there's always a bastion in. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he stops it with a bunch of stop signs, which I thought was a little bit ridiculous, but whatever. <clears throat> Anybody have anything to say about all the stop signs coming down? It was oh, a little it was... over. It was a little over the top and cartoony, but I kind I kind of like that about this show. Yeah, it was interesting. It gets cartoony. I kind yeah, I kind of liked it. It wasn't like you no, know, it wasn't like great. It wasn't. It's not going to win the show any Emmys, but it was kind of funny. And again, it it just really reinforces that you got to be very specific. Which we get the idea. What did you guys think of Jim Gaffigan as the uh, the Thunderbolt? It didn't. It sounded like he was doing a voice. Yeah, it didn't, it, didn't, it didn't sound like him. Yeah, it did not work for me. Like it worked, but it sounded like it. He was doing a comical voice on top of a comical voice. It's weird because Jim Gaffigan is like kind of a low energy guy, and then the Thunderbolt's very high energy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hot pockets. That's Jim Gaffigan. What did I say? No, I'm just saying that's an example of something that he does that's kind of low energy. So I agree. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Mike is like, I want to be the new JSA member, but Pat says no, of course. God damn it, because Pat. Because he says it's a living monkey's paw. Well, he says it's not quite a living monkey's paw, but it's pretty much. Pretty close. Pretty darn close. Yeah. Zach, I think it's just you. Oh, gosh. So Alana had a funny observation here. She was like, Pat, just let him be part of the JSA. It's all he wants. It's not really so hard. (laughs) But Mike actually concedes. He's willing to hand over the pen, but then the pen zaps itself back into his hand. Yeah, I was yeah, just amazed. I didn't seem very true to Mike's character, I thought. No, absolutely. I thought he would fight. I thought they'd have to pry that pen out of his cold, dead hands. Wait, Jay, you mean he absolutely was true or absolutely was not true? Was not true. Mm. I'm yeah, Mike would have been a joke. I felt like Mike would have been the joker who would who like would have been like, well, I wish it never left my hand. And then... <laughs> yeah, it's still... Well, well there's going to be time puts the pen down. <laughs> so he he'll that right sleep hand someday. for other things. Am I right? I, I was saying he was going to sleep at some point. Cricket, yeah. cricket. Yeah. <laughs> womp, womp. 
kill that Mercy. I mean, kill that Widow. Uh, so yeah, oh, they, eventually they convinced Pat, but they were like, "Okay, you can you can stay, but you have to do exactly what we tell you to wish for." And, and they like, come up oh. with and they come up with this wish that's like putting together a legal document. And yeah, the, yeah. Do you guys remember that episode of the X Files? Yes, I just, said, I, I, said. <laughs> I just said. I say that. You just said that. You were about to say that. I was about right, to say that. that. Just said wa- you also said that when you were watching the episode. Right. Okay. There you go. Then it makes that much more sense. Right, anyway, gonna... this part was amazing. <laughs> Why? Because it was like exactly what they should do, and then they did it, and it was funny to watch them Mess working it on it and just yeah. watching the wish become longer and longer on the whiteboard. Yeah, and and if you read the text, it's, it's, it has kind of funny things too, where it's like the entity known as the shade in quotation marks, which including but not limited to such and such Richard Blue Swift. Valley, Nebraska, Richard Swift. United States. Not to be confused Earth. with table lamps or window shades or <laughs> table shades. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was what we tuned into Star Girl for, and stuff like that. So. Eventually, though, the wish gets them what they want, which is just his appearance on the map and no crazy shenanigans. Yeah, it works perfectly. It works perfectly, which is <laughs> weird. Well, they they did. Their they were very right. careful. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, I know, but I was just kind of waiting for something to go wrong. You know, like but. them get a pair of shades, like Oakley shades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're not sponsored by Oakley. Yes, no, we're not, though I do like them. Did you guys like uh, the part where he's like, just call me Mikey Thunder? Yes. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, call me Michael Thunder, which actually sounds like it could be a real superhero name, and that would have been cool. But whatever. Uh, so their plan to take the shade now that they found him is basically just run at him, hit him with the staff, and then put him in a tanning bed. Yeah. Yes, the tanning bed. I like that part, too. I liked oh, how Pat tried to hide it. He was like, "We Beth found a device to entrap him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's the device? Yeah. Uh, okay, Okay. so they, they break into Wait, Shade's I have house. One, I have one quick thing okay. about that before uh-huh. that, which is um, they, they finally, finally address Mike's murder of Icicle <laughs> a <Yeah>. couple times. <laughs> they finally like, address both murders. Well... Like, like really, I, th- I think they've addressed murders. Yolanda's. They so, the, so first, of. there's the part where they're like, "Pat, he's totally a member of the of the, of the JSA. He killed Icicle, remember?" And Pat's like, "I try not to think about that," <laughs> <laughs> which I, which is great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then later, Yolanda's talking to him about it and uh, talk, talking to Mike about it. And Mike's like, "Yeah, like basically, I was just driving, and all of a sudden, Icicle was in front of me, and then I just kept driving." <laughs> right. So he's like, "It's an a- it was an accident." I'm glad they finally addressed it. That's what I'm trying to say. What, he's like, yeah, I, I saw him and then I just kept driving, which is like a little unsettling. <laughs> well, but this the, guy, you know, he was bad. He was a bad homebrew. I mean, if I were Mike, I would just be like, this guy's a superhero. He'll survive getting hit by a car. I mean, if you hit the Incredible Hulk with a car, you won't die. Right? Absolutely. Icicle is yeah. not the Incredible Hulk, but it's a similar, similar concept. Yeah, they're both super guys. Yeah. All right, I'm all in. Go. Yeah, go. So are we oh, at the no. part where they get to go talk to the shade? Totally wasted yeah. it. Yeah, we're at the part where they go talk to the shade. And yeah, he's, he's just, just sitting there. Chilling. Also, he's tea. in William Zarek's house, which is really a place they should have checked for him. Really? And they really probably should have, like, wardened off. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe had under surveillance. Or that well, whatever. That I mean, the they took really all of his stuff. Why wasn't it like, <laughs> sold? I mean, the shade steps through shadows, so I think he can avoid one cop in a police car. 
Right. Yeah. Okay. The point it, is, they could have found him if they had thought about it for like two seconds. Eh, it's the show. Eh. I like. I also like Rick lines where Rick's line where he's like, "Let's go, let's go." And Pat's like, "What? What was that?" And Rick's like, "What? I'm amped." I feel like Rick gets the least screen time of everybody. Oh, 100%. I'm excited whenever he gets a good line. He's going to have his time will come when they find his dad in the time zone thing. You might say his hour will come. Yeah. That. Vanishing point. Okay, so so they get to Shade, and Dr. Midnight accuses him of killing the other Dr. Midnight, and he says, You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He also has some. Go ahead. Sorry, he has some great lines about the Injustice Society where he's like, our interests were aligned for a moment, but there's nothing worse than, you know, a man who thinks he can save the world. Yeah, one thing worse than a man who wants to rule the world is a man who wants to save it. Yeah. Yeah, unlike the shade. uh, (laughs) It's a great scene where he like lays out, uh, you know, he's he speaks very ambiguously, which is kind of annoying, but because he's the shade it works and then they have a fight scene where the jsa totally gets well it looks like they're going to be able to talk it out and then mike comes in he's like thunderbolt zap the entity known as the shade not to be confused with you know the whole kind of thing again <laughs> but just in case you didn't read it on the uh on the on board the thing, you can he says it and then there's yeah. a really quick fight scene where the jsa get their butts kicked so yeah. i i made me think of D, where it's like mike initiated combat so they really have no choice but to fight it out mm-hmm and then, that. And uh, is this, I have written down here neutral shade. So is this the part where he makes it clear that he doesn't really want to fight them? Yeah, he's, he's like, like, stay out of my way. I'm here let me for my, my business. Purposes. Yeah, let like, me conduct my business and then I'll leave. Yeah. Right. It's a very reasonable point of view. Yeah. But, another, but on the other hand, it's reasonable for the JSA to be like, well, you're a villain and you're trying to get this villainous thing. But they don't know that yet. Do well, they? Oh, wait, they, they do know yeah, that. Yeah, they cause, do. Because they found the Barb box. Barbara's like, hey, I talked to this dude. Box. Yeah. So many friggin' things. Also, um, the last thing that I have for Shade is he says, I'm pretty sure your generation will destroy the world. Yeah, it's like, hey, your generation, like, everything else, dude. Well, he's yeah, really well, old. He so what generation is he even a part of? <laughs> he's part of every generation. Yeah. Okay, he's so the generation I'm- alpha. So then I have two murderers talking. So this might have been the part where you were referring to where they talk about their mutual killing of supervillain. Well, yeah, where Yolanda and Mike talk about their murders. Right. And then a family discussion about the pen, which ends with Mike saying, I wish it was in better... Sometimes I wish it was in better hands, and it disappears. I I, this, I didn't like this. It's not like I didn't like this, but I felt bad for Mike. I felt like yeah. he was finally going to achieve his dream, and then he says something stupid. <laughs> and you know he loses it, so I felt bad. Yeah, yeah. you guys Mike agree? Gets, Mike yeah. gets the short end of the stick a lot. I mean, it is a TV show, so I guess I shouldn't be too worried about it. Dang it! But yeah, thanks for the rev. So then, rev. okay, so so the thing disappears, and it cuts to Jakeem Thunder playing video games by himself in his room. Sister calls him a loser, and he and he in a moment of introspection, he's like, "I am a loser." Even with that trip, he claims that that's sad. I, I mean, also like back up a line, back up wherever was more. Uh, yeah, he has a paper route, so I guess he's got some stuff going on. But well, I also like how his sister's like, "You sitting there playing that single player video game?" Just <laughs> to specify that. Yeah, she's like, "At least play something online with your friends." Oh wait. 
You don't have any. You ain't got none. Except for Luigi, and I don't remember what the other one is. And Sonic. <laughs> I don't know. He's yeah. about... he playing, is, it, is he playing on an Atari? Yeah. He's playing yeah, on what, some retro game. When is this set? <laughs> right now, in the modern day, dude. It's just Hollywood writers don't know anything about video games, so. Yeah, the writer well, is clearly supposed to show the, the girl the doesn't. I don't know. Our showcase says uniqueness. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess also no dreadlocks, but other than that, he seems okay. Um and don't give me a damage boost a lot. Give oh. her deeps. They're going right side. And don't I'm looking forward to seeing more of them. <laughs> okay, so uh, then, and then so Beth and Rick have a conversation, I think, about Beth's parents' divorce. Mm-hmm. Uh and Rick's like, you should talk to them about it. <laughs> Yeah, he gives really great advice. Great advice, great advice Rick. Thanks, He's like, Rick. if my parents were alive, I'd talk to them. And that's like, <laughs> Yeah, thanks. That's thanks like, Rick. Well, I can't really argue with that, but I still don't think this is good advice. It's like, thanks, Rick, for reminding us that everyone has it easier than you do. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, so once again, she's trying to get the goggles working again. You better get used to that. And Chuck, name, Chuck name drops Eclipso. Yeah, he's like, Eclipso's here. You're, You're in danger. danger. Yeah. Oh no. So it's like yeah. thanks for reminding us of the stakes yet again. Uh, and then the last shot is Shade standing on the clock tower. <laughs> because what is he even doing up there? That's what superheroes do: is they stand on clock towers. He's and and he says he's going to kill those children. And Alana had a great observation yeah, here. I was like, well, you're supposed to think he's talking about Eclipso, but maybe he's actually talking about Pet. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> he's maybe his, his incompetence is gonna get that new JSA. <laughs> yeah. All right, we need to go, ZJ. We need to go kill that Torb turret. Come back, dude. ZJ, come back. Come back. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say we can come around the side, so we don't have to have it shooting on our butts. Our butts, I say. Nice attempt at all, ZJ. Okay, so I moving on. Killed someone with it. That's great. Oh shit. So, so this episode was good, but the next one was great. <laughs> <laughs> this, okay, I got a touch point. Yeah, so let's let's jump into Star Girl Four, which begins with, it. which is all about Artemis, and it starts with her talking to her parents. Well, you would love this episode. episode a lot. Yeah, I would. <laughs> it was made for me. So she's talking to her parents in prison, and I like what they do where they cut back and forth, where she's saying like something that could apply to one of them, and then it, boop, it's the other one instead. Mm-hmm. 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 They have a united front. Which is important. Yeah. Yeah. Really there's, also, there's also a part where a guard makes fun of her. He's like, hey, hey, your parents are in prison. Ha, ha, ha. And that doesn't come back. Usually when something like that happens, you expect them to like kill the guard. Like, Yeah, that's what I thought, totally. too. And they do escape, not to jump ahead, but when they escape from prison, <laughs> I thought maybe there's a deleted scene where it shows them like having murdered that one guard. No, maybe. Probably, it, but... It, it was weird. Uh, so with one conversation between a daughter and her parents, next we have Beth and Beth's mom at home. And I note that the wallpaper here is kind of questionable. The, the wallpaper? wallpaper? Yeah. Do you guys notice the wallpaper? No. no? It looks like it was like from the seventies. Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> ZJ, they have smartphones though. It's like uh, Archer. they're behind you. They're flanking. Oh, jeez. Uh, means we're behind them. 
So, so yeah. Beth is like, "Are you guys going to get divorced?" Or does she? Does she actually? She hasn't, not... she hasn't actually asked. She's just like, "Let's oh, she... go to putt putt golf." She talks oh, to yeah. her mom, and she's like, "We can we can be young. We can be that way again. You guys can be a couple again." And Beth's mom is like, "I'm going to work. Goodbye." Yeah, he's like, "We're just really busy. You should go with your friends." She's like, "That's a great idea. You should go with your friends. Don't talk to me." Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Who said you could talk to me, Beth?" <laughs> Uh, and then and then Chuck activates again. And is this the part with No. Wait, maybe. Chuck activates and talks about Eclipso yeah. again. Uh right? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like access Eclipso and it's classified. And she's like, classified? Nothing's classified. Yeah, and nothing the in the JSA file. database is classified. Everything How is weird. open to me. I belong, Chuck. Every time she turns on the goggles and she's like, It's me, your best friend. I really cringe. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to her. Yeah. She only has one friend. When you only have one <laughs> friend, you would remind them a lot about it about it a lot. And let's face it, Beth is totally a clinger. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Stage two clinger. So then we have our a classic JSA briefing about Eclipso. Yeah, well the kitchen is still wrecked. Nice attention to continuity. And Courtney swears she learned her lesson not to rush in. And I'm like, yeah, right. She has. Mm -hmm. I believe oh, it. God, why did you take the health? I didn't see your name on it. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. And then we have Cindy talking to her ghost mom. Mm -hmm. Ghost mom. Ghost mom. Yeah, Eclipso makes her see the mom, right? Not to be yep. yeah. yeah. And this is after the briefing. They're like, Eclipso can make you see things that aren't there. Yeah. yeah, yeah which we knew. But and it was like, case in point, here's Cindy's dead mom. Not to be confused with Ghost Dads during Bill Cosby. Yeah. There is a, a tragic character development at this part where the mom says, I'm sorry I let him find you. Yeah. Oh. Mm. So tragic. So deep. So, so much tragic. depth in our, in our superhero show. Yeah. Not in our star, girl. I want depth. Oh, God. So many enemies. Ah. Ah. CJ, get her. I'm trying. Ah. All right, I'm getting off this. Okay. So at the end of the ghost mom conversation, she sees a painting of the new ISA, which is her, Mike, without the Eclipso thing on his face. At least yeah. I don't think so. No, it has no Mike Eclipso. Yeah. Uh, Tuba Turd and Artemis. And, and Artemis looks like Icicle Jr., right? Master. Yeah. She, she's like wearing like a hockey mask, not in her normal like Artemis sort of. Yeah, this or freaky Tigress face mask. Kind in of. Her normal um, face. No, no, no. Like, like she doesn't look like Tigress, which is how she normally looks in the comics. She looks more like Sportsmaster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so speaking of Artemis, she's at the school and she wants health food and she can't get any. Yeah, this this, this was funny. <laughs> I like totally forgot about that whole part of her character. Where it's just like... Was that in the comics? It, no, no, no. Constantly? It's just, it's in season one where like her parents are like really intense about whatever she eats and they only give her like not processed mm -hmm. foods and make sure she's getting her protein shakes and stuff. And she has to do like a hundred, like, sit-ups a day or something. Sit -ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, her foster mom drops her off, and she's and her foster mom doesn't care about her. It's so sad. But she apparently has been taking steroids or gamma rays or something because she can throw <laughs> a football out of a stadium, like in that one commercial. Well, like, I mean, she's the child. Like of, she's uh -huh. the child of. Them. I mean, yeah, we, superpowers. Had, we had a discussion of whether or not they had superpowers last year. I didn't year. think they did. And we the thought answer that is, they didn't. Yes. 
Tigress what? has superpowers. Sportsmaster does not. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Intriguing. Unclear. I don't I remember, remember, but okay. I, I'm pretty sure, because she can do like crazy jumps and stuff. Well, but... I'm pretty sure she does, but I'm not 100%. Well, she definitely does. She crushes the apple later. She yeah, does with the one hand. Artemis, yeah. 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 Apparently, yeah. Courtney doesn't think that's weird, even though it happens right in front of her. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it was spoiled. It looked spoiled. <laughs> I will we'll have to get on our okay. social media and try to do a test and see if any of us can crush a spoiled apple. Well, not us. We're all weak. At least I am. Who's the that's strongest fair. here? It's my it's grip strength though. It's not like like biceps. <laughs> you right, insert your own joke here. All right, let's move on. So the bad guys break out of prison. The sportsmaster's back. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Alana's so Alana's heart grew a thousand times. <laughs> I like how quickly it's reported in the paper. Yeah, <laughs> like right? the giant picture of him, but not not the but not tigress. Yeah, not tigress. And there's no one really looking for them. Apparently yeah, not. Like, we said they left breadcrumbs that they're going to Miami, but it really doesn't make sense that they wouldn't check Artemis. Like, mm -hmm. that they wouldn't be like, oh, are they going to get in contact with their daughter who visits every week? No. Yeah, their daughter who sense. they love? Yeah. Couldn't be. They, they're going to see her anyway, so I guess they wanted, maybe they wanted to surprise her. It's so sweet. No, no, no. It's like the cops should have looked for them in Blue Valley. <laughs> oh, Where well, yes, cops? Definitely. <laughs> or the uh, U.S. Marshals or whoever, yeah, yeah. Star Labs. <laughs> um, yeah. So they also, grab Mike though. They grab Mike as right. as uh, oh, assurance. Yeah. Insurance. Right. Insurance. Assurance. Ash okay. <laughs> Don't, how dare you correct me? Also, and they go to the garage and yeah. they tell Pat that they want to see Artemis's tryouts, and then they'll go back to prison. Which is but so they cute. need Pat to help them lay low. And they're yeah. like, yeah, we know we tried to kill you last time, but we just really got to <laughs> see these tryouts, so you should help us. <laughs> That's all we, we care about. And they're well, like, if we wanted to kill you, we would have, which is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, meanwhile, while this is happening, Tuberturid is eating angrily in the cafeteria because he does everything angrily. And Cindy recruits him, sort of, to the new ISA while wearing yeah, this totally ridiculous shirt. <laughs> it was a very <laughs> weird-looking shirt. Can me about it? It, it had, had like, like these green ahead, bows right. on the on the like upper arms. Yeah, it was just very strange looking. Yeah, I have like weird shoulders on Cindy's thing. Yeah, mainly the bows. Yeah, so that was funny. Uh, okay, oh, so yeah, most of the episode then is just them hanging out with Pat, and Crusher gives him parenting advice. Yeah. yeah, there are a couple of scenes of them just like hanging out in Pat and Barbara's house that are pretty amazing. <laughs> um, they, have, they have so many like, great lines, but unfortunately I can't remember any of them. There's like, they pretend to fight with their like vases in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a great part where Crusher talks to Pat about the ISA and the, it's like a theme of the episode of bad versus evil, where Crusher's mm. like, oh, you know, we were, we're bad, but like Icicle's really bad and we didn't really like him. He was kind of crazy. <laughs> It was evil. We're just bad. Yeah, right. Uh, they seem pretty evil to me, if I recall correctly, from season one. They, yeah, I mean, they're definitely evil. They were, like, sadistic. Yeah. Yeah. They were happy to kill Courtney, who is a, a, still technically a child. So. Uh, yeah. Also, also, there's a part where they're like, dude, you want, don't want to know what the Dragon King did to the wizard's body. Oh, yeah. 
This is yeah. so gross. <laughs> so messed up. Uh, okay, so then while they're hanging out, the moms also find common ground. That's something I have. But then yeah, the moms yeah. talk about parenting and how mm. they want to do. I what's don't want to imagine. Ti- I don't want to imagine Tigress on caffeine. <laughs> she kind of she kind of comes she breaks her diet kind of easily she's like you know what yeah i'll have some caffeine well, I mean, finally has a, like, prison. A friend. Yeah, yeah she's out of prison you're one day of freedom might as well they let you have caffeine in prison live it while you can <laughs> yeah uh so then while that's happening the rest of the jsa is meeting at a restaurant where yolanda is employed yeah random uh, <laughs> Uh, was that? I yeah, that I... was unexpected. Did she have a conversation about that in a previous episode? Like, not that I remember. I don't remember. About I was trying to remember job? about getting a job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't remember that. I'm just surprised her parents were willing to let her out of the house. Again, right? Well, I mean, are you going to stop a murderer? Uh, what do I have here? Icicle and oh, <laughs> Isaac gets in Yeah, they find him of the dead parents. Da, da, da. They're at the house. Oh, oh! I remember one of their good lines, which is their opinions about shade, the shade. They're mm-hmm. like, I, I hate that that tea guzzling, like <laughs> limey just something. Just get slobber or something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> that guy sucks. So yeah, that was really funny. I like that part a lot. Uh, I, I think that was the part with D- Diablo Island where they talk about. You know, oh, at, at the diner, yeah, they talk about their research and how Diablo is on the map. Ex- exposition about and uh, the next year, it's not or whatever. The yeah, shade and all that good stuff. Yeah. So presumably, the bad guys like right. took it out of the maps. Is Anyone the idea? Bueller? Yeah, that they they yeah. removed all evidence. Ooh. But is it uh, the bad guys or? <laughs> well, or... I'd like to think it's the bad guys. It's it could also be like the government. Just... Yeah. It's too dangerous. They're talking about Bruce. I, sorry, I had to step away for a second. So if I repeat anything, I apologize. But they talk about Bruce, whatever his name is. Bruce Gordon, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and they talk about the... Um, island. Yep, yeah. The island and et cetera. The two so, factions, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, there's mm-hmm. a great line where Courtney goes to leave. She's like, I'm going to go do more research at the used bookstore. It's like, the I'm glad this is... one place for research. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> Well, it's like, why would this used bookstore in this tiny little town have information about, like, basically hidden knowledge? Yeah, exactly. It's really funny. But it's, I guess yeah. the library does, too, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if the ISA is there, they probably want books for themselves, so maybe they stopped <laughs> it with all their historical information. Library sure. books are relic- regulated, guys. It's <laughs> only what the government wants you to know. Uh, so I, now actually like wait, wait, wait. I actually like Jake's theory. I actually like I actually like Jake's, Jay's theory that yeah. the ISA put all the books there, and then the when they future. died, they just left them there. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Um, Rick also has to go feed his dog and ask for a dozen cheeseburgers <laughs> and fries <laughs> to go. <laughs> and Yolanda just looks at him and is like, "Are you serious? <laughs> like, what kind of dog do you have?" And he's like, "A big one." A big one. <laughs> Rick should have just been like, "I'm feeding strays. Leave me alone." Yeah, stop asking me so many yeah. questions. Nice. Um, He's gonna yeah. go broke feeding Grundy. Uh, so, so this is the, also the part. Cindy continues to recruit the fiddler, and she's this is the part where she tells him about her, his father, and she pulls out the violin, like puts it down, and she's like, "Use this." And he's like, uh, "I don't know how I to play it." He says, "You'll learn." Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
you I will mean, make this from, happen. Yeah, I mean, it comes from two prodigy musicians, so. Yeah, because I mean, he can learn. He mom, can play the violin. It's not that. Because, I, yeah, his mom learned real fast, so. If it's mm-hmm. revenge on the JSA for murdering his, for killing his mom, which they didn't do, but he doesn't know that. Right. Yeah. I think I think it'd be cool if his power came from himself, though, and he could use it through any instrument as opposed that's, to like the like the tuba. The magic's in the violin. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I was hoping would happen too. But I mean, it may be, but he might keep the fiddle out of tradition. You know how these folks are yeah. with their traditions. I was like, also, he could just play it really badly, and it would really hurt them. Like screech. Ah. <laughs> uh, so Courtney goes That's to the superpower. Did you guys notice the name of the bookstore? It's hard to miss. I did. House of Secrets. The yep. House of Secrets. Yeah, that's, that's right. still a weird name for a used bookstore. There. Yeah. It's a great name. Reported. Oh shoot! Did they Behind dude, it's a rat. I don't know how I got around. They have a sim. Okay, so yeah, the shade is there, and he says that Pat is withholding information from Courtney. Oh so yeah, this like, this part is great. Yeah, so she's uh, yeah. like, what do we do? She talks, yeah. to, he talks to the Shade, and he, uh, yeah. he what, again, he talks about bad versus evil. Right, he's, he's like, like what's those evil? He's like, I may have stolen a few things. I may have murdered a, people, a couple some people, rules. but nobody who didn't deserve it. Yeah. yeah. He's the, the Tommy Monaghan school of morality. Right. Uh, and also, there's a part here where Courtney says, you murdered Dr. McKnighter's daughter, but it sounds like she said you murdered Dr. Out. Midnighter's daughter. No, no, no. Why? She accuses him of killing Dr. McKnighter. And yeah. he's like, you... Oh, yeah. He has a great letter. He's just like, oh, you say that with such conviction. Were you there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then it's later, like, he, he's, he's like, Eclipso killed Dr. McKnighter's daughter or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, it, it sounds like... She doesn't enunciate, so it sounds like she says Dr. Midnighter. <laughs> Good old, and then she asks him why he's there, and he says, I'm bored. Or something. Yeah. Or, which is like, why are you doing good when you were doing evil before? He says, because I got bored and decided to try being good. <laughs> yeah, which is again so very true to the character. I feel like they're nailing. I feel like they're nailing the the the, the shade in this show. I agree. They yeah. are. Oh, by the way, something I forgot to mention earlier, but I want to mention now is I read Johnny Thunder's Wikipedia page today. Okay. Uh, I think because I, I wanted, I don't remember what I was trying to find out, but it said that in the old comics, the reason why he became a member of the JSA was because he wished to be one, which is hilarious. Interesting. And it makes sense. Yeah. I guess that's specific enough that the Thunderbolt can do it without screwing him over. All right. Um, so at, now it's time for tryouts. Artemis is blowing it, but then does better when she sees her parents. Aw, so cute. They're so supportive. So supportive. They're and Pat's like, be cool, be cool. And they're like, yay, Artemis, we love you. <laughs> Go, Artemis. You're, you're gonna do great. And I'm surprised, like, they're court and, uh, what's her face? Uh, it's sitting, like, standing right beside where they are. And she mm-hmm. instead goes, still goes yeah. after Artemis. I don't know. I guess she only wants kid. It's a, only a kid's club. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to deal the adults have failed me, so I don't I don't want adults. Only kids. I have to admit, I was a little bit confused. Is she trying out for the football team? Yeah. She's trying out for, for a college. Big Ten scholarship. There's a guy yeah. from Nebraska there. Yep. Recruiter. I knew the guy the from recruiter. Nebraska was there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the tryout is for her next her scholarship or whatever the next year. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> um and ah. then Ecl- then Cindy and Eclipso show up and they make her see a SWAT team moving in on her parents. 
Mm-hmm. So she freaks out and attacks Courtney. So now they're even. Courtney and like some other football guy. The random th- football she, guy. She, she throws a cooler at him. Yeah, like her backup. Poor Scrub yeah. has a broken arm now. <laughs> I can't believe Courtney was like fine after that. Because it's been established that Artemis has superpowers. So it's like, geez. Yeah. She could have broken her in half. I agree. Uh, but okay, so I I guess Artemis's football dreams are crushed by that, <laughs> right? Uh, yes, yeah, because she gets a phone call from the recruiter, and he's like, "Your temper is out of control," and she just breaks her phone. She's like, <laughs> and she slams it down. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, and then Cindy comes up to talk to her again, right? Yeah, I just yeah, have Cindy like, never be her. a football player, but you know what? You can be. Yeah, super villain. <laughs> super villain. Okay. So meanwhile, we get a scene where Pat admits that he didn't tell Courtney everything about the JSA and Eclipso. I don't remember what he said. Oh, he admits it to Barbara. He says, we need to protect her from the truth. Which is the most CW line we've gotten so far. Yeah, and are you? Are, we're not quite sure what truth they're talking about, right? Correct. Do, do you want we some theories? Sure. sure uh, hit us with the theories. Oh, one of the theories is that the JSA like killed Bruce Gordon or something to defeat Eclipso. Oh no, not murder. <laughs> not what Wildcat did. Not what Mike did. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's okay. that's the main one. Alright. Well, yeah, if Eclipso not, was originally clear. JSA. The audience doesn't know. Yeah. Eclipso was originally part of the JSA? What if? What what if indeed? What if? I agree. It's called Elseworlds if it's DC Comics. Okay, and then finally, just to finish this yeah, off, good show. Yeah, Matt likes it. We have we have Beth and the goggles. Ah, uh, the goggles. Chuck, well, my best the, friend. The, this part of the goggles is amazing. It's fine. I think it's it will amazing. be. I'm hoping it'll be our last trying to fix the goggles. Please. Oh no! Wait, I guess I'm thinking of a different part with the goggles. No, you're thinking of the part where Doctor McKnighter's in the Shadow Realm. Yeah, this is yeah. it. Yeah, that's yeah, great. But the goggles are like, oh my god, Chuck's talking to me. You guys are overextending out there. Yeah, what are you chuckleheads doing there? I was following you. I wasn't out there. That was me. Are you not Zarya? Oh, that was me. How do you not immediately expect it to be me? (laughs) That's fair. So, anyway, yeah, so Chuck is like, I don't know who this is. I'm the real Dr. McKnighter. I'm stuck in the Shadow Realm. Dun, yep. dun, dun. Yeah. It, sh- it actually shows him walking around in the Shadow Realm. Which, like, Shade saying he didn't kill Dr. Midnight doesn't really, you know, it's still a dick move to leave someone in the Shadow Realm forever. Why? That makes sense. He didn't kill him. Matt, maybe he doesn't but, even know then that. why didn't he let him out? It's a dick move. <laughs> because he's bored. <laughs> yeah, why does he let him out? Yeah, board isn't a good enough reason, well, I guess. My theory for this is that he sent him to the Shadow Realm and then couldn't figure out how to get him out. Probably. <laughs> but he can get him out He so that he needs That's Beth better. to help figure out where he is. He needs the JSA's help. Yeah. He needs the Green Lantern, who is he going to sum it up, up. Oh, God. Obsidian is so annoying. You guys hear me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're uh, setting it up for Princes of Darkness. I don't think they're going to do it, but they could. <laughs> So yeah, what do we think of episodes three and four? Amazing. Yeah, I thought they were good. Totally they made up for the slowness of the first two. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys, I, I I cut out for a second. What are we talking about? What do you said, think of it? Of, of three what? And four. Of three and four. Oh, they were great. 
It's a great show. Everything is it's perfect. Everything is awesome. Okay, so shall we move on to Shang-Chi? I'd just say it like that. Because that's Shang-Chi. Is that Aww. correct? Your emphasis was just really awkward. Your his emphasis? Name is, his name is Sean. Sean. <laughs> Sean? You Sean went to hiding and you changed your name to Sean? <laughs> I have to say, guys, and people are acting like this movie is like the second coming of Christ, and I really don't understand. Are they? Who is doing that? Hey. Yeah, who? People. I Ooh, think people. people are saying it's the second coming. Yeah. People are like people are like, it's amazing. It's the best Marvel movie. It's I think Twitter. it is. You can try to say that with every Marvel movie that comes I out. I think yeah. I think it it is my number one. It's pretty much tied with Black wow. Panther. It's my number one MCU movie. That's because wow. it was Black Panther. Oh what? Ooh. Wait, Lana what? went somewhere. I said it was Black Panther. <laughs> oh my god! I, I don't think what? it was actually that similar to Black Panther. They were kind of similar. There was some plot beats that were similar. Yeah. Shang Chi is not a king, but he inherits his, his powers from his dad when his dad dies. And there's a village with weird animals that has to fight with <laughs> prehistoric weapons. Okay, that one part with the battle scene did kind of remind me of that, but that was it. He doesn't. He, well, to disagree with he doesn't inherit his powers when his father dies i know he, he gets it slightly ahead of time <laughs> he has always had them he just never used them well Sounds he, like he, he would need to be Star near Wars. the ten rings to use them he can't just conjure them out of nowhere his, of the his dad had them clearly just lord of the rings <laughs> <laughs> all right so you had thoughts let's see what okay, you got keep going keep going <laughs> Oh, so my continued thoughts? Well, I had a little bit of trouble connecting with Shang as a character. So and I don't think a lot of his emotional beats really worked for me. It was uh, Blackwood. Yeah. Matt, you didn't watch it. That's what I heard. <laughs> okay. Um, the, I Really, what turned me off was the big CGI dragon monster fight at the end. I wanted a sweet kung fu fight at the end. We didn't really get one. Like, okay. like the butt. Like the bus scene and the construction yard scene fight are both really good. That's what I wanted the end to be. Okay, so your complaint is that you had unrealized expectations. Yeah, they didn't do what you wanted them to do. Oh no! Shame. We expect big kung fu in a kung fu movie. I mean, I'm just saying people are like this movie is amazing, and I don't agree. Being kind of demanding. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but you're not like I. I want to know more why you. Are mocking people who think it's the No, I'm not mocking them. I'm just disagreeing with them. I wanna know why you're dismissing everyone else's opinion, Zach. (laughs) Why you think everybody who likes this movie is terrible. (laughs) Oh, so you think you're better than everyone? (laughs) You want a piece you wanna fight about it? I don't even want to know what you think of people who haven't seen it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. So anyway. What other what other things like I'm still trying to figure out why. So like Captain Marvel. <laughs> Similar to Captain Marvel? No, yeah, better. Cool. Better than Captain Marvel. Oh, better. It was better than Captain Marvel. I agree about that. But Everything like, is. so for example, there's a part where he's like, I may have to kill my father. And it's really like supposed to be a really emotional, but then it never comes up later. Like, he's never in a, a position where he can kill his father. Yes, he is. Well, you, yes, he is too. Well, he is. Yeah, dude. I must have fell asleep. You definitely that missed that. There's like a part where he's like staring at him, and you're like, "Oh, he's thinking about killing him," and then he doesn't. It's when he's about to shoot a hot, 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 hot dog. Hot dog at him. 
Okay, yeah, I, I, I guess I needed it to be more spelled out. <laughs> Zach's that guy that they make movies for. Explain it to me. Yes, Zach's like me. <laughs> yeah, I don't get where you, both of you like. Okay, Jay, completely I, ignore huge jump. Hey, don't Zach, both Jay, of you. I just, haven't seen you it. You just missed it. Yeah. Okay, Jay, I have another question for you. Okay, so he's able to take the rings away from his father because he learned the technique from Michelle Yeoh, right? No, from his mom. His mom, his Michelle Yeoh. Mama. No. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I mean, yes, he learned it from his mom. Not that he learned it from Michelle. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Because that would have prompted my next question, which is why then didn't Michelle Yeoh just take the rings from the dad? Because they weren't ever in a position where they were fighting. But they could have. But they, but, but they to, weren't. <laughs> And the other, yeah, and the other part of it is the fact that Michelle mentions that he is a product of both sides of the family. Her, his mom was uh-huh. the one who was empowered with like the full power of the guardian spirit. No, right. none of the others were. Okay. So she and he inherits part of the ability to connect with the guardian, mm. which is what allows him to take control control of the rings and to do all those other stuff well they didn't explain a lot of the stuff about the rings like where they came from and who made them and how exactly the dad is able to control them but i think that's what the mid credit or the end credits about mid credits about right Mm -hmm. they're going to go find out right yeah okay wasn't didn't sauron make the rings yeah so i I, anyway i I was the british english dude I think the, really the, kind of what I didn't like was the big dragon monster fight as the big final fight. Okay. okay. I would have preferred, I, I felt like the fight with the dad was like the emotional high point and it should have been like the climax. So you're not the only person to comment that the, that the third act was a little draggy, a little Dragony? needed to so be and it, like, yeah, it was very long pacing and it wasn't great. Okay. Alana and Rob, why don't you guys share your opinions? So I'm not the only one. I could see that. I'll sure give you that. Make sure they're airtight. Can get on our case about it. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I could definitely see where that is mm-hmm. not part of the expectation for a so-called kung fu movie. Dragon fights? Yeah. yeah. The Marvel movie, the action always sucks. So you just, I just always accept no, it. No, but the action in the rest of the movie was good. That's why it was weird. The CGI and like the bus scene looked kind of off sometimes. Did anybody else? No, I, mean, I wasn't looking I at the CGI. Like didn't notice that. I was looking at the okay. fighting. The fight. The yeah. fighting. Fighting. Fighting words. I mean, I I like kung fu movies. So a lot of us, or the four of us who saw it, were all relieved, or maybe it was all of us, when the, he started knowing kung fu right off the bat, so we could just skip over that whole like discovery <laughs> hero stuff. Like Uh-oh. him having to get trained overnight, like the karate right, head. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Or like in the Matrix or something. Yeah, it's playing like half an origin story. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you want to go first, Rob? Oh, I mean, I actually quite liked it, like more than I thought I would, because the trailers didn't do much for me. But uh, yeah, I like. I actually got like slightly emotionally involved. I don't know, like the uh, with the flashbacks, like Tony Le- Leung's, yeah, because I just love the actor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like the villain, like, even though it's a cliche, like, oh, I need to bring back somebody alive that died, but eh, it kind of worked for it's, me this it works. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was immortal, and she was like the only thing he wanted that he couldn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he lived like for a thousand years, so I'm just like, that's an interesting character that, of course, they never actually 
really give you much information about. Yeah, I I think I I don't mean to cut you off there, Rob. Sorry, that's that's cool. I I think at this point I'm starting to hold Marvel movies to a slightly higher standard. I'm sort of like, okay, you guys have done. I don't know why. They're all the same. I've done superhero (laughs) origin (laughs) movies a lot, so and everybody says that they're the greatest movies ever. Yeah. Well, they they have a pretty good run going. Yeah, they have a formula. They're like not going to change the formula. I'm not a huge fan of them, but they've got a... They've seen enormous success. And let, let's not forget, it wasn't that long ago that superheroes were a weird, not mainstream thing. Yeah. True. But now Marvel that they really... are, I'm sort of like, okay, let's do better than just one CGI monster. Okay, whatever. I made my point. Yeah. 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 Or Rob, anything else? Marvel uh, movies pretty often have the CGI monster finale problem. They do. <laughs> Look at Guardians 2. Uh, what's the one? What's the other one? Oh, WandaVision. WandaVision? Yeah, yeah WandaVision. The, the end the fight monster? where it's her versus Agnes. And it's just them shooting laser beams at each other. That's not a CGI monster fight. It's a it CGI fight. It's not a CGI boring. monster fight. It's, you didn't say CGI fight. You said CGI monster fight. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> and they could afford good action. Because they're like, fucking Black Widow is $200 million. And like... Yeah, like they have they have That's movies crazy. that have busted out of the mold for a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. like what? Like, um, it's <sighs> a good question. Um, Guardians. Well, like, no. Like, yes. like I think that um, Civil War was a good example of one that, like, the finale was what, was what like, mean. yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, but the finale was like, what's Three his guys name? punching, punching each what's other. his name? Yeah, yeah, and, and it had like pretty good emotional stakes. Um, Mm-hmm. And you know, it wasn't like a big CGI action scene, and the villain wasn't some you know didn't transform or something. Yeah, um, <laughs> like I, I thought that was. But, but it, yeah, it works because it's so emotional. You got him because you're like, oh my god, I can't believe the Winter Soldier and these two guys are fighting each other. This is so terrible. Was... I don't, I don't want the money. I don't want any of them to get hurt. Yeah. So. Oh, I didn't know. I want to. What were your thoughts? Oh my god, I see nine. Okay. Um, what was I gonna say? One from the Simu Liu's acting was better than I thought it was gonna be from the trailer, although he still had some issues. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Aquafina's character, but it really seemed like they didn't know why she was there at certain points. And she like, had no reason to be there. Yeah. Story and like, you know. Anyway, I mean, yeah. Like I said, she was nice, but it it. it so like so now she's an archer okay i guess they need something for her to do so alana if i could jump in there about aquafina if that is that okay sure i thought how great would it be if she was like the narrator well i i don't know about how great it would be but i i thought it would have been kind of neat if she had been like my name is katie and this is my story about my crazy wacky friend <laughs> dong chi <laughs> Uh, I guess. So it's like if she's Watson and he's Holmes, like he's the main character that everything cool happens to, but Uh she's the one telling the story. Oh, I see. I say that Mm -hmm. because I liked her a lot. And uh, I also thought it was weird that Shang-Chi's the point of view character, but suddenly he knows Kung Fu with no explanation, although they do explain it later. So Why is... No, what? Wait, what? How is that... The movie started literally like 10 minutes before that part. Well, he... If I'm, if I recall correctly, he wakes up in San Francisco. They do his origin. He does the bus fight, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I was trained as an assassin since I was a kid." Yeah. 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 yeah you, you didn't know that. Yeah, you knew he was like a baby raised by Tony Leung's 
Uh, but anyway, anyway Zach is sort of getting to a part. It's probably not his point, but it's a point I was going to make is that the movie has a lot of exposition. Like, there's like three separate parts where they're like, well, we have to explain the Ten Rings. And we have to explain this town. Oh, we have to explain the Soul Eaters. We have to explain <laughs> why he knows Kung Fu. Like, uh, <laughs> maybe okay. take out like one of those things. Also, I thought Fin Fang Foom was going to be in this movie. <laughs> and it was a little sad that he wasn't, but I'm not going to take that out on the movie. Since that was my theory, um, I also really enjoyed Wong being there and mm. the karaoke scenes, levity. Um, the okay. end scene was King, good. I didn't enjoy Ben Kingsley. I was what? like, he's in this too much. And he disappears little, in the second half, which is kind of weird. Yeah. And, and the little creature that he's with is like a very obvious attempt to make a Marvel version of Baby Yoda. Uh, I don't know about that. I do think it is to sell toys, but I don't think Baby Yoda is quite that far. Uh, also, the the end the end end credit scene where the sister goes to take over was pretty predictable, but also was like how the Mandalorian season two ended. Yeah, where Boba Fett goes and sits at the right. at Jabba's and, palace. Yeah, and that also reminded me of Snake Eyes, which I think may have contributed to why I didn't like this movie as much as maybe some other people. It's because it's very similar to Snake Eyes, which I know probably most of you didn't see. Right. But it also has a parent or family member who runs a secret organization and the hero fighting it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actually, the thing about the karaoke reminded me of a couple points. First is that... Wait, can I, like, just wrap up my thoughts for, like... Sorry, Alana. Okay. Um, I forget what I was going to say. Um, oh, the Tony Leung was yeah. great mm-hmm. in it. He was like the best actor and he was a good villain. And for Marvel, with its villain problems, he was good. Um, I liked the language inclusion. Like they really weren't afraid to like subtitles and have people talking in different languages. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh yeah it was like overall it was good it's fine it was a little long also the previews were 30 minutes in our theater commercials what? and trailers 26 minutes Lucky absurd you. no yeah. there's only there's like 10 people in the theaters these days they gotta they gotta sell to them also you know? you're gonna learn about movies that are coming out alana Ugh. i feel like 26 minutes is actually kind of normal that was so long we ate an entire king-size thing of popcorn <laughs> and then went and got another one. There were yeah. four of us. Oh, man. It sounds like the theater is really sad that you thought it was too long. <laughs> well, I guess you answered your own question about why that exists. It had okay. a free refill. Okay, whatever. So, right. guys, I, the okay. thing about karaoke reminded me is that if I, I was, like, confused about some character stuff. Where I was like, so if Shang is, like, a screw-up or, like, someone who doesn't take his life too seriously, like, he, he's happy just dicking around with his best friend all the time, I'm kind of like... That's an interesting character idea that I would have liked to have seen fleshed out some more. You know what I mean? No. 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 What else would you flush out other than he goes to work and he does karaoke and he enjoys his friends? So then, buddy. But then, when the call to adventure comes, he doesn't like resist it. He's kind of like, okay, let's go do it then. Well, he only does it because his sister's in danger. Allegedly. Okay, so maybe this She's is been me. in danger for a while, though. Okay, so maybe this is me. Would you not go save your sister and drop everything? <laughs> I mean, it what? takes like twelve hours to get to China. It's like she's gonna what? she could be in trouble in all those twelve hours. 
Which is why he has to get there immediately. <laughs> well, also, he could have saved her a long time ago because he left her with, like... Yeah, Nelia he ditched Simpsons. her for, like, ten years. What a jerk. Okay, so, so guys, in that case, I understand... I want just want, Maybe this is me being, like, Matt-like where I needed to be explained to me, but I wanted a scene Ooh. where... Ooh, wow. Embrace the Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see where he's, like, no way, I can't go fight this guy. I can't go... You, This whole village and the fate of the universe depends on me. Like, Skywalker? I, I ran away from responsibility. I'm not like a fighter. I'm not going to go out there. Mm, sounds like you're projecting your own desires onto him. This is not very Marvel like. Yeah, the- and he's not. He's not doing. He didn't leave his responsibilities. He left because he couldn't deal with the fact that he murdered someone, and he was going to be an assassin. Yeah, but then he sought no, basically no responsibility after that, because he doesn't want to be reminded of what he did. Well, then there you go. That's a good reason for him to refuse the call to adventure. The call but to adventure isn't to go be a hero. It's to help his sister. It's to literally just save his sister. That's the only reason he's going. Okay, but then after his sister is saved... I yeah, would, they I get captured seemed... by the Ten Rings. Yeah, and then after they make it to the village, when they're like, oh man, this army is coming down on our heads. And someone to needs destroy to destroy the universe. To destroy the universe. Yeah, exactly. Right. But he's not an assassin in that time. He's not being called to be an assassin. He's being called to save his family and others. He's not going, he's not being called to become like just a brutal murderer who only wants power. (laughs) He's being altruistic. No, I understand that. I think what I'm trying to get at, and maybe I'm not explaining it very well, is I didn't sense a lot of internal conflict in him, except for the part about Mm -hmm. killing his dad and there was a lot of opportunity for internal conflict that I thought really would have the movie really would have benefited from. That's all I'm saying. I didn't mean to use Bob there. <laughs> it's probably good you did. I don't <laughs> mind. All right, Jay. Time for the rebuttal. Yeah, Jay, lay it on us. Oh shoot, we're gonna lose. <laughs> all right. I need to get one before I get into this. I'll be right back. <laughs> Guys, we're at already over an hour on this recording. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a jumbo adventure. Okay, I'm just Episode. Two episodes and a movie. Obviously, I'm coming from it from a different perspective. Coming from mm-hmm. being able to relate to these characters in a number of different ways. All right. Uh, there are certain nuances to their performances and to their reaction to certain faction, to certain things uh, that play more for Asian group, I guess. Uh, right. The notion of what to do with family and the uh, and honor and res- and uh, you know being more of more of yourself comes off a little different coming from Asian culture, um, but that's not even really where I'm coming from. Um, one, the visuals were amazing. I thought, I mean, the visuals were just fantastic. The colors, the usage of light, and the ver- variety of outfits was just phenomenal. I think mm-hmm. it was that's. It was definitely close. I think Black Panther still did better, but it was pretty darn close. Uh-huh. Um, so that gave it a great rating because I th- feel like a lot of the other Marvels weren't, you know, they they used costumes and whatever, but like they didn't incorporate the coloring and like all that until like Black Panther. And this definitely took it and ran with it as well. Yeah, well, those two worlds. I guess there's like also Asgard, but they take place in like a not not our world. 
is a good opportunity for costumes. The mm. other thing is the action scenes. Uh, you said you liked them. I freaking loved them. The fact that they had um, Brad Allen, Jackie Chan, a uh, former uh, fight choreographer and uh, someone who also acted and performed with Jackie Chan uh, in various scenes, do the fight choreography. And to set it all up, just heighten the movement. It made all the movements precise. Also, because he is a fighter and he understands choreography, the um, lack of the smoothness of the tracking and the fighting, and also the f focus points of their scenes were much, much better than most of the other Marvel movies. Uh, they just felt more cohesive, and you could actually follow, and you felt like you were actually there watching a fight scene made it that much more enjoyable. Um, oh, fuck. Except for the dragon fight. <laughs> yeah. The human fight scenes of martial oh, okay. art were <laughs> choreographed by a phenomenal fighter who did a great job, and unfortunately, I believe that was his last movie made. I believe he did pass away. Yeah, yeah I, saw I saw that. that on the credits. So, so that was a great end um, to his I mean, it wasn't a great end for him, but I mean, it was a great aspect of it. Like the fight scenes just felt so much smoother and authentic. Um, it didn't feel rushed or too, jump cuts didn't throw you out. You felt fully ingrained and you could see exactly what needed to be focused, which I think was phenomenal. Again, I think it's right up there with Black Panther in that regards. Black Panther did a really good job of it too. A little bit of jump cutty here and there in Black Panther. So, and this also had a couple of jump cuts. Uh, but overall, I felt like it was very cohesive. Um, the usage of legendary characters in Asian culture was a great incorporation. Um, it felt good. It felt very much like an old school martial arts kung fu movie, um, which, I mean, uh -huh. obviously they were going for. Um, but it, it felt authentic. like it felt like, okay, this could actually fit in the Marvel universe. It, like it, it didn't pull me out when it happened. Uh, okay. Well, what'd you think of it overall besides amazing? I mean, I, I guess he covered that, that he thinks it's amazing. Okay. Was it a, also top Marvel movie, right? You said that? Second, second best. Second best? So, oh, after Black Panther. Oh yeah, you said that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I put it, I don't know, top 10 probably. Yeah, I think top ten is reasonable. I did, we were just naming movies at work today, and I, I was like, I was pretty easily able to name five that were that I liked more. Can you name saying. them for me? Yeah, so it's like Civil War, Winter Soldier, Guardians One, Infinity War, and Endgame, Iron Man One, Thor Ragnarok. I think that wow. was actually seven. Wow! But those are all good. <laughs> Not Iron Man Three. So, yeah, not Iron Man fine. three. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, th th that's pretty stiff competition. Wait, Zach, you like Iron Man three? <laughs> three, <laughs> three? What, I, what, I kind of... what fool would like Iron Man three? Self-respecting Shane Black fan. All right. Yeah, but anyway, so we could do questions of the day. I also, I have, I brought one. Wait, I just want to point out that yeah. Thor Ragnarok ends in a giant CGI monster fight. <laughs> I it's sort of a screen. I thought it was it's a bit of coda. Hella. 
Well, don't they? Don't they? Isn't there like that big volcano thing that comes yeah, but, out? Yeah, but he—that's like the coda. They like leave him in the background. Yeah, I guess that's true. Through Ragnarok's not really about the fights. It's about Through Ragnarok has a jokes. lot of big CGI fights. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We're still doing questions. Are you sure we should yeah, skip I... them? We can skip them. I don't care. We can be done. Still, I'm... one question. Are you... Sorry, Jay. Did you say something? Nope. Nope. I'm just gonna. Okay. Let's do it. They'll, we'll do some quick hits. Okay. They're not. They're not long. They're not deep. If you had a choice of punishment. Would you rather do God. extra chores or God. lose your computer privileges? That's right. This is meant for children. I don't care. <laughs> well, which, what chore is it? <laughs> weed. Oh, uh, no, it's weeding. Oh, God, no. I'd rather lose my computer than weed. Is such a loaded way to put it. <laughs> Be able to use your computer for, thing, for anything other than work. You can't do. Are we answering as though we were kids or as I mean, if it was laundry, I'd rather do laundry. If it was weeding, I'd rather lose my computer. <laughs> it's just extra chores. Short, more chores. That's how much I hate weeding. Maybe something you didn't want to do, like I don't know, uh clean the like clean the toilet. Let's say clean the I don't toilet. Mind, I don't mind cleaning the toilet. I will say I would rather best. do extra chores because you just turn your podcast on. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I think that question would be more interesting if we were, in fact, children. Right. Or maybe if we didn't all have our own computers and, yeah. like, someone else was controlling access. Definitely right. more chores. <laughs> okay. Jay? Well, how would Great. I do the podcast on Tuesday nights? Per well, that's true. That's true. It's, yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, okay, second question. Are gift cards... They didn't answer the first question. I'm too busy. Crack up. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I would do whatever I have to do. But there's, there's no like take your punishment. Don't take my yeah, computer away from me. I don't think there's any that chore that I hate that yeah. much. Like, yeah. What about um, weeding? Weeding, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, you're outdoors. What is the worst chore? Well, presumably it'd be like bucking out a sewer or something. But it's like talking, speaking realistically. Hmm. It's pretty hard to think of one that's worse than weeding. Okay, so there you All go. All right, next one. I just did well, weeding today. You did? And it yeah. was hot today, right, Jay? No. It was behind no. us. Behind us. Uh, was it humid? <laughs> no. It wasn't bad out. Uh, okay. What, Zach, you didn't do your walk? No, not today. It was too hot. <laughs> did the electric <laughs> instead. Oops. So good for you, Jay. All right, Matt. It what's was the next? Cooler today than it's been. Okay, now what's Correct. the next question? Are oh, wow, gift cards? Won. Well, I played Ash. Of course, we won. Are are gift cards thoughtful or lazy? To where? <laughs> there, no follow up questions. Hey, it's me. Gift cards. Hey. Well, okay. So I guess, I guess let's if it's a gift card to like Amazon versus like a gift card to like in your case, Alana, like uh -huh. Crane Barrel. Or uh, what's the stupid salaries you like? Sweet so green. Much? Sweet green. Yeah, yeah. That would be thoughtful. Okay, but what if it was to Amazon? Uh, Amazon's okay. Lazy. No. <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. what kind of event? <laughs> no, the laziest <laughs> gift card is Starbucks. Hmm. Ooh. I think Amazon is lazier than Starbucks. But Amazon, you can get some like useful stuff on there. Yeah, I Starbucks. You're just not like coffee. I mean, I like coffee. 
but I don't really go to Starbucks anymore. Uh, I yeah, hate I to hedge. I hate to hedge, but I don't think I don't think they're either one. Like I don't think they're thoughtful or lazy. I think they're just. I think they're adequate. <laughs> you know. I guess I'm, it's like kind of a pass they, on buying a present. Yeah, I think they could be thoughtful. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say in general they are lazy. But what if ZJ really wants Legos, but you don't know what to get him, so you got to have a gift card to the Lego so store? A very good counterpoint for my life is we had our favorite um, what's it, bakery uh, in Boston, and we went there really frequently, and my mom went and got a bunch of gift cards, which were hand-printed things that they had to give out, like one of them for every $5 or something. So she got us a bunch of those. Um, so that was something that was really thoughtful because she had to like write them, follow up with them. It was like you okay. know, a deeply personal thing. Right. But I, that's why I say in general. But yeah, if someone's like, here's a Borders gift card. Borders is out of business. <laughs> it's been in the back of my, it's in the bottom of my desk drawer for the past <laughs> 10 years. Here's one to fries. <laughs> I don't know how much is on it. So wait, here's a, an example from work, which is going to be like, I should check my privilege because work gives me gift cards. But it was a restaurant mm. gift card to Fleming's Outback Steakhouse, Bonefish Grill, and like one other place, none of which were in D.C. So I was like, thanks? You looked at gift cards in mouth, <laughs> is what you're saying? I was saying that's an example of not the most thoughtful, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I think it, it can be thoughtful, but they can be lazy. They can be thoughtful. It, you can, I don't think you can really say in general they're one or the other. It, it just depends on who it's coming from. Like if a coworker gave me an Amazon gift card, I'd be like, thank God, because you don't know what I, I like. <laughs> but, yeah. but like if it's my girlfriend giving me an Amazon gift card, I'll probably break up with her. Like, oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If my girlfriend gave me a gift card, I would break up with her. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, yeah, you could just say this is a lazy gift. Like, what yeah. if she gave you a racist gift card? <laughs> then he would, then he uh, would I don't think you're breaking up with a gift card in that case. <laughs> I think there's something different happening. I'm just saying it could be worse. <laughs> a racist gift card. I, I would also say that it's a question. Yeah, just get one to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, that's not racism. That's homophobia. <laughs> Thank you, Alana. But also, the, the question is a binary. It's either thoughtful or lazy. And I would not say most of the time it's thoughtful. So I have no choice but to pick the other answer. All right. So let's move on to the last one. Okay. Because I'm getting old. Okay. When you, and I, when you go to the movies, would you rather, and there's four things. Oh, so boy. listen up. <laughs> Would you rather laugh, cry, think, or be scared? Think. Laugh. 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 Dang it. I think I think for me it would be la in order, laugh, think, cry, and be scared. That would be my in you just really don't like being scared. I don't want. I don't want to be. Real life is scary enough. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say too. Um, well, yeah, maybe I, we should I, say order the following. I just feel like for comedies, I don't find comedies these, these days to be that funny. Well, it's not. Well, supposed then you're to be not like, laughing. 
Then you're crying. But it's not supposed to be realistic. I feel like, what would you rather do? I'd rather laugh. I don't think I'm going to laugh, but I would rather do that. Okay, yes, that's true. I still, that's why I, I still Marvel movies are better though. than DC movies. <laughs> DC movies, movies make you cry. Funny? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> oh, they have jokes pull back, Rackham. Pull back, Rackham. I would say the last you movie back. I saw I'm going to take them all my own. That made me laugh <laughs> really hard was Popstar. Yeah, I didn't see it in theaters. Not the, not the Suicide Squad? We didn't watch that in theaters. But oh. also, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, now you're being pedantic. You could just say, when you watch a movie, which of the which of the following would you rather do? You're being, but you're the one with all these rules about the oh, questions. Well, actually, Matt, it does change the answer because I would much rather cry when watching a movie when I'm at home than when I'm uh-huh. at a movie theater. So there. Wow, such pride, DJ. No, 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 no. It's not pride. It's just that I, I feel like it's a more personal connection right. thing. Like I'd rather like watch, I don't know, some really affecting film with my wife while at home. Whereas if I'm going to a theater, I don't want to like be yanked around like that. That's fair. Did, is there anyone that we haven't heard from yet? Who uh, did yeah. I, mean, I, I was just Rob? thinking, I was, that's a hard question. I was like, uh, I guess I go with crying just because like, I don't know. I feel like we go to the movies to feel, at least I do usually. Like, I don't know. Huh. Well, one thing that I like to go to movies to see that wasn't an option is to be like wowed, like like Shang Chi mm-hmm. with the fights. Be like, whoa! Pacific We're Rim too- was the last time I was like, whoa! Yeah, I feel like Mad Max Fury Road was the last one. For oh me. yeah, that one's good too. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Or the Dark Knight when the trailer flips. Eh, that was in the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a bit. Tra- it's always oh, practical I you meant effects. The preview. Uh, Thirty minute preview. Yeah, the trailer flips. Like upside uh, down or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they put it in backwards. <laughs> okay, that's what I had. Zach, do you have one? Oh yeah, does anybody want to weigh in? Jay, did you weigh in? No, I said Jay laugh. doesn't want to participate in he the question. Laugh. He said laugh. Make them laugh. Make them laugh. <laughs> okay, so th- here's one from the real again. The real Aston relationship ones, but I'm going to skip them. And I will say, if you could have an, a hidden camera anywhere in the world, where would you have it? Oh, that's interesting. Um, um, I'm, I'm glad I am grateful that none of you have said the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader locker room. It's weird that it says hidden. Yes. So, yeah. What's the room where they talk about all the secrets at the White House? The situation room? room? Yeah, that one. But would you really want to know those secrets? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I want to know. Maybe it'd be like. One of those like top secret alien investigation right. places or something. I want to know what you happened know? to JFK. <laughs> so I would say, having time to, had time to think about it, I will say the Situation Room for Iran or China. So that way, Farsi. Do you, yeah, do you speak? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, just, pretty sure they're going to be speaking Chinese. <laughs> well, then I record it and pass it along to the government and be a big hero. But yes, that's that's what I would do, and the rest of you are welcome to try. I think someone I a friend that I talked to about it was like, "Oh, I would want it to be on Kevin Feige's hat." Ooh, interesting. That's interesting. You hear about Marvel stuff? That's such a fanboy answer. Well, he is a fanboy. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of watching sausage get made. Does he wear hats? Yes. Like you'd okay. like find out that Tom Holland's an asshole or something. Isn't he? <gasps> no, as bald? how dare you? Isn't he as bald as the day he was born or something like that? That's what? probably why he wears hats. Kevin Feige. Oh, Kevin Feige. Like even Tom Holland. I was like, we <laughs> 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 yeah. find out so much about Tom Holland. Apparently, that's our go-to. It's a two- it was you always a toupee. Put a toupee this whole time. Just like Sean Connery while filming Bond. Yeah. That, that's a good answer though because it it's. 
kind of specifies that you don't just want to like see all of Kevin Feige's life. <laughs> like you want to see him when he's at work. <laughs> yeah. Hat off when he gets yeah. home. It's not like stapled to the front of Kevin Feige's chest. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good. It's a good question, dude. I don't really know. I don't. I don't really care. I guess what other people are up to. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, if anyone anyone want to weigh in, last chance because I'm going to do the sign off then. Make sure I get killed. All I'm right. Well, thank you for joining us here on Tuesday Night Gaming. See you next week for Star Girl episode five. Catch Star us every girl. Catch us every week at Twitch.tv/slash MC Slanty and group up with us next time.